Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ The Fan and 105.1 FM this year. And also you can find us streaming at KLIZ.com. If you like to, to listen to podcasts, you can find us under Lakes, Woods, and Irons. Brought to you in part by Ernie's on Gull with a deck and patio seating and an unmatched view of uh, Gull Lake open year-round at 11. And also whitefish golf courses in Pequot Lakes, an experience that never disappoints, one of the area's premier 18-hole championship courses. Chris, uh, my good buddy and uh, mentor in golf a lot of the way, a lot of, in a lot of ways, is uh, in Scotland for the Walker Cup and, and some playing of his own. So his annual trip and uh, having a great time. So we'll try to muddle through without him. Of course, the big event this week, PGA Tour Canada's in town, CRMC Championship going on at Craigans, Craigans Resort on uh, Gull Lake, family vacation destination since 1927. And uh, what a course, uh, what a course setup we've got. And the PGA players, as we speak, have a couple of days under their belts. Uh, the ones who are still playing have made the cut. Top 60 plus ties. I think over 150 players started. Uh, so pretty nice deal to have everybody in town and uh, play. And our interview lineup will be um, kind of uh, CRMC-centric as well as we'll hear from Jack Waro, Tour Director at CRMC and Director of Golf at Craigans. We'll talk with the great Tom Lehman this morning, Open Champion and uh, former world number one player and course designer, of course, of the courses at Craigans. And Glenn Hagberg will join us, the Director of Golf at Madden. So we've got a full plate, even with Chris across the pond. As we uh, come into the weekend, Sam Choi of the United States, Davis, Love of the, or Davis Lamb of the United States, and Etienne Papineau of Canada are 1, 2, and 3 in the point standings on the uh, Canadian uh, Tour, the PGA Tour Canada. The guys are playing for a purse of $40,000 Canadian this week and a total purse of $225,000. The winner earns 500 points, which can shoot you up into the top five in a hurry. So if you're in, the say, the top 30 right now, and you win this tournament this weekend, you can get into the top five, which cements you onto the Corn Ferry Tour. And uh, these guys are just a step or two away from the PGA. Last year's winner was Jake Knapp. He took great advantage of the final three holes in the layout last year and uh, shot 26 under for the four days. And he's playing on the Corn Ferry Tour this year and, and ranks 13th right now with eight top 10 finishes. So that's how close these guys are to the Corn Ferry Tour and then the PGA Tour. One interesting note this year, also Matt Boldy played, uh, our, one of our guests. Matt Boldy, left winger for the Minnesota Wild, playing on a sponsor exemption. Played Thursday and Friday. He said it's a good time. He's excited. He loved the uh, layout and the look of the course and the condition the course was in. Also Thomas Lehman, son of Tom Lehman. He is uh, playing on a sponsor exemption for the second time. Made the cut last year. Uh, played pretty well the first couple days. Did not play as well the next couple days. And Caleb Van Aragon earned a sponsor exemption by winning the 106th Minnesota State Open. He's playing as well. Won three times in his college career at Val Valparaiso University. Won the Minnesota Open by nine shots and is a two-time Minnesota Golf Association Player of the Year. So... Lots going on, and really an opportunity for all of you to attend this great event. Uh, of course, Superintendent Matt McKinnon has the place looking fantastic. And uh, you can get, it's a free entry fee. You just to head up, 
you want to see some of the best young golfers in the world, head up to Cragen's this weekend and enjoy a, a terrific show. As these young ba- men battle it out for this, not only the CRMC Championship presented by Gertens, the ninth of ten official Fortinet Cup events, but the top 60 finishers here make it to the Fortinet Cup. The top 60 finishers for the year will qualify for the Fortinet Cup next week, which is the big championship. The field has 156 players from 10 countries and territories uh, from Argentina, Australia, Canada, China, Costa Rica, England, France, Japan, Switzerland, and the United States, of course. The top Fortinet Cup points earner after next week will be named Player of the Year, will win an additional $25,000, and earn full, full membership on the 2024 Corn Ferry Tour. And players who finish second through fifth earn conditional Corn Ferry membership as well. Some, we met some of the guys last year who are playing Corn Ferry this year. And like we say, just a step away, just a step away from uh, the PGA Tour. So pretty exciting. Got some great interviews coming up for you. You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ. Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you. Craigan's Legacy Course, home of the new Tom Lehman 18. And the 2023 CRMC is our sponsor of this segment. And uh, rightfully so, because we have... Director of Golf and Director of the CRMC Tournament, Jack Waro, with us. Jack, how are you, man? I'm doing great. We're, uh, we're having fun, that's for sure. Man, you're the busiest guy in town, I think. It was out there a couple days this week, and the place is just a buzz, isn't it? It is. There's some great energy. Obviously, right now, we've, uh, we've had a lot of setup, and, and, and people don't realize it's really the, the pre-week is a lot of work, and the actual tournament is when we can kind of sit back and watch the guys play some golf. Uh, but yeah, we've had a lot of setup, and things are starting to really take shape. And now we have our uh, our pro-am today, where some people are starting to show up and enjoy these things that we've put in place. And it's a great, great energy. It's so awesome to see people having fun and smiling. Yeah, I was uh, talking to quite a few of the guys. Had an opportunity to get out on number one and just uh, grab them briefly before they teed off. And uh, uh, just about to a man, they were saying they they like the the layout this year compared to last year. So that's kind of nice to have the improvement and and the new nine open up and have the players love it. Yeah, I say it all the time to our uh, our public guests. Well, you know, if you didn't like us before, we've already built a new course for you, so <laughs> we keep building them. Um, but, yeah, the players have uh, received it very well. Uh, Matt McKinnon, our golf course superintendent, has the golf – I mean, honestly, the golf course is in superb shape. Greens are awesome right now. They're running about a 12. So I, I think the players are super excited. And uh, the weather forecast looks great, too, and has been great since they've been here. So that always helps. What can the uh, fans look forward to, Jack, when they come out this Saturday? I mean, the level of play is uh, just really, really good. Yeah, a couple things to to take note is this is obviously the last regular season event for these players. So it means a lot. And um, they're they're all trying to get into that last Fortinet Cup championship. And so... I think they're going to be gunning for a lot of birdies and eagles. I really do. They always do, but even more this year. Um, and obviously they get a piece of that axe trophy and a good chunk of change at $40,000 Canadian. So um, you'll see them playing really hard. You're going to see some great golf. These guys, um, as, as tough as we want to make this golf course, they'll make it look easy. Some of them will make it look easy for sure. Um, and, and the one thing I think for the people coming out, we have some great places to watch this golf we've really worked hard this year to add seating areas we have you know 10 different bleachers out there with some great angles and great locations we have the Girton's lounge which 
allows you to kind of get these little views from different sides of the green. And then we also have the deck on 18, which is obviously a really good view. I mean, it's just beautiful out there right now. So I think uh, the guests will have a great opportunity to sit back and watch golf from a great perspective. Even the players were, when I went uh, yesterday, from one you can kind of see over to six, and that six has a nice view of like three holes, I believe. And uh, the, the players yeah. seem to be watching the other player groups, which was fun. Yeah, you know, um, Tom Lehman has done a great job of clearing out some of those areas and, and our golf package groups, for example, or, uh, or, you know, we do a little Tuesday game, a little Sunday game. It's just so cool to look over and watch everybody in your group playing on 10, 11, 12, for example, yeah. um, 6, 5, and 9, for example. And I think the pros are enjoying that too a little bit just because they can kind of see how the – they'll be able to see how that leader is doing, especially coming down on Saturday and Sunday when they're all in a row. And Tom's uh, son, Tom, is playing as well this year. He played last year, made the cut, and he's playing again this year, isn't he? Yeah, I spoke to Thomas a little bit, and, and he's playing well. He's having fun. Uh, I saw him on his practice round yesterday. Uh, we're very, very happy to have him back here again, and uh, I'm sure Mr. Lehman will be watching him pretty closely during his rounds. <laughs> yeah. Kind of a tournament within a tournament in a lot of ways, Jack. I was talking to, interviewed several guys, and uh, some were – in the mid-20s, so they got a pretty good feel for getting into the Fortinet Cup next week. Uh, I talked to a couple of top five guys, and then I talked to a guy at number 69, and he was saying, you know, if I can get a top 10 finish, I think I can get in the top 60, and then I'll, I'll be moving on. So there's lots of moving parts, and including that uh, Monday qualifier, which I talked to one of those guys as well. That had, did you guys go out for that? Yeah, I did. I went up to the preserve. Those guys did a great job. Thank you very much from uh, Grandview Lodge for, for hosting that. I think uh, we knew it was going to be a shootout going into that just because the preserve has a lot of birdie opportunities and at 6,600 yards, um, it's it's flip wedges for these guys. Uh, I think a couple guys turned at five under, three guys turned at five under, and I was sitting there going, oh, boy, this might be a 10 under deal. But uh, it was great to see those players get in. Um, you know, I think earlier this year, uh, Davis Lamb, who won two events in a row, he was actually a Monday qualifier for that first win. So yeah, yeah. these guys are all good enough to do it. They just have to have that moment where that putter gets hot and things click. So, you know, no matter who you're talking to, they could easily win this tournament. And I think that's what makes it really fun. We just don't know who's going to play well that week. Obviously, the cream usually rises to the top, but um, not always in this, in this particular uh, level. And we got some good Midwesterners out there. Uh, George Neeser's played well. Uh, Thomas Longbell, I had a chance to talk to him. And uh, he's kind of bumping along in the 20s there, and he's looking forward to next week and obviously uh, glad to be back. And he's a University of Minnesota guy, so nice to have him back. Yeah, obviously you want to cheer for everyone with a little bit of Minnesota in them. Uh, Derek Kitchener, I believe, is in that field as well. We have our sponsors exemptions with uh, Grant Shafransky, who's a PGA pro and you know you're gonna we're gonna definitely cheer for the Minnesotans if we can that's for sure and kind of a special day out there Thursday or is it Friday with the hockey jerseys uh, Jack yeah we have two days basically Thursday is take your kid to uh, the course day and we have some special things that we're doing for the kids trying to attract that uh, new blood to golf and that's yeah. one of our goals as a PGA pro too as well growing the game uh, and then obviously on Friday we have wear your hockey jersey day because we got Matt Boldy yeah. uh, coming to play some golf. So I think Matt arrives here today to play in the Pro-Am. He's on the afternoon, or sorry, the back nine of the morning wave. 
so he's going to make his first appearance. He actually hasn't gotten here yet for a practice round, so uh, I'm sure he's busy with his NHL season two coming up. Um, but, yeah, we're going to have a lot of people out there wearing hockey jerseys. I've heard he's going to have a few hecklers that are going to have some jerseys on with his <laughs> friends. So yeah, I'm sure. uh, I think it's going to be a great environment, and uh, obviously everyone loves hockey in Minnesota, so should be an easy uh, transition. <laughs> great uh, international field, Jack. you got 156 players, 10 different countries and territories represented, uh, China, Costa Rica, Argentina, Australia. I talked to two Australians yesterday. Of course, not surprising they'd be walking together, I guess. European plunk countries and 112 players from the U.S. So a real international field. The flags around the practice green look fantastic. It's uh, really going to be a great event and VIP opportunities for people if they come out as well. Yeah, so I'm, we're obviously, uh, you know, someone made a good point at our Brainerd Chamber event last night that, you know, Brainerd's really attracting such a, uh, a national field and now even further than that, international. So I just think that's cool to uh, have these guys come to, you know, little old Brainerd, we call it, but it's not. It's, uh, <laughs> right. it's bigger than that. So pretty cool to see. Um, we do have some VIP options, absolutely. So we have, a you know, these hospitality areas, we're calling them on, Number six, number 17, and number 18, they have not only great viewing, but they also have a bar right there as well. This bar is open to the public at all three locations, but if you buy a VIP pass, which is $100 per day, you can drink for free at all those bars. We also have some food available on the VIP deck on 18. So um, I think $100 for a day is pretty, pretty affordable. And uh, I think that uh, people can get their money's worth for sure for the day watching some golf and uh, eating and drinking. So we'd love to have you out. And you can buy those at the pro shop right when you get here. And re- any sing- single day. So if you come out Saturday or Sunday, you can do that as well. Yeah, it's basically per day. So Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and if you want to buy the pack of four, you get a little break. So it's 300 to buy the pack of four. Jack, it's maybe a little bit like Christmas. You've worked awfully hard all year long to get it, and now it's rolling downhill. I don't know. There's nothing you can do about it now. <laughs> yeah, you know, I, I thought about that a little bit today. I was like, well, it's going. You know, it's, it's happening no matter what. It's, I, I described it as a little bit of a wedding, a lot of preparation. Uh, wedding day is a big day, and then uh, afterward you kind of take a big sigh of relief. So yeah. uh, we're excited to, to definitely get things started. There's no doubt about it. Well, let me say congratulations. Uh, really, really great job, and look forward to getting out there some more this week. It's been fun already, and I'll be out there again today and the rest of the weekend. So, thanks for taking the time. Well, thank Jack. you for having me, and th- thank you for having me. And we we definitely encourage as many people as possible to come out and watch these guys play. It's a great environment. Please come out and watch them. Yeah, it's very enjoyable. Head on out to Craigens this weekend. Thank you, Jack. Thank you, Jack Warrow, tournament director at the CRMC. Are you listening to Lakes Woods and Irons on the Fan? Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you, 1380 KLIZ, the fan, also 105.1 FM, and streaming at KLIZ.com. Plus, you can find our podcast, if that's the way you like, at Lakes, Woods, and Irons, brought to you in part by SCR Northern, the ones with Old Man Winter on the trucks, and by Holiday Stores in Cross Lake, Mill Avenue, and Excelsior Road. Our colleague Sarah Wright from the PGA Tour Canada Sat down with Tom Lehman to talk about uh, this week's CRMC Classic going on at uh, Craigens. And uh, nice to get a little perspective from Tom on his, his view of the course that he designed and the uh, players who are playing it. Here's that interview now with Tom Lehman and Sarah Wright. So Tom, yeah. this has to be exciting for you, being a Minnesota native 
and um, featuring your course mm -hmm. and the renovations you just made. Uh, tell me about um, what's out there. You know, you were just out there. How does it look? Yeah, well, first of all, it's in great condition. Um, uh, Superintendent Matt has been such a superstar with kind of getting the course in perfect shape both last year for this event and now this year. Um, so anyway, he's, he's done amazing work, but the whole team here has had a great vision, you know, for what they wanted. You know, it's a resort course. You get a lot of play from all over the place. A lot of you know, kind of white tee golfers. That's really the, the bread and butter here. And so the courses are suited for that. Um, you know, but I think there's enough good pin positions and, you know, that you can kind of challenge these young guys, but um, they're really too good. You know, they're going to shoot low scores here for certain. Um, but the course is a, it's a way better golf course than it used to be. It's a fun course to play. And I think based upon what I've heard from the players last year, they really enjoyed being here. They enjoyed the resort. They enjoyed the golf course. I think they're going to think that the nine we play this year is a better nine than one of the nines we played last year. So maybe the scores would be a little bit uh, more honest. Uh, but, but overall, they'll, they'll probably shoot some really low scores. Yeah, tell me a little more about that, those harder holes, the par threes, par yeah. fours. Yeah, the par threes are better on, uh, you know, so it's now the full Dutch 18 is what we call it. Uh, par threes are stronger on the nine that is being added. Um, the par fives are, are longer. Uh, there's more, more trouble you can find yourself getting into, you know, so I think there's overall, it's, it's a, you know, probably a one and a half or two shots more difficult nine than, than the nine they played last year. This nine is the same. Uh, it still hasn't changed a whole lot. It's fairly short. You know, they'll, they'll be hitting a lot of short irons and the par fives are really quite, not even long par fours, you know, so they'll be taking advantage of it. The same 18 that we played, or the same back nine that we played mm -hmm. um, last year, which will be exciting because I know as yeah. they were coming in, there was some major changes yeah. to the scorecards. Well, you finish par, par five, par three, par five, and both par fives are reach of both irons and the par three is a short hole. It's just a, a nine iron or a wedge or a gap wedge or something. So there's a lot of opportunity to, to, to you know, you, you, you could go, you know, three, two, three on these last three holes. Uh, and it probably will happen way more regularly than you think. Um, you know, it's five under par the last three holes and, and that kind of thing really changes the, sc the scoreboard. And so on the one hand, you would like to have a little more difficult finish, but on the other hand, it makes for a lot of excitement. You know, so if you're kind of coming down to the wire with a whole bunch of guys with a chance, it's going to be really fun to see who can, you know, create the most fireworks. Yeah. And your son is yeah. in the field yeah. and you were watching him. Mm -hmm. um, he had his first, like PJ Tour debut yeah. in, in Minneapolis mm -hmm. a few, a month ago or so. Yeah. Um, how has it been to watch him play and be able to watch him this yeah. weekend? Yeah, well, I love I love watching the progress. Uh, he's, he's come a long way. He didn't really play golf in high school or before. Just to maybe a week in the summer all the way until he was 19. So he was a late arrival to the game. Uh, started playing in college, you know, made a D1 team, became their player of the year, uh, his senior year, so he's made a lot of progress. And, you know, professionally golf is a whole different animal yet again. And, you know, the learning how to shoot low scores is really what it's all about. And, and I, I really see him making huge strides. He has a lot of talent, uh, certainly as much talent as I ever had. Um, you know, and he has a very tough-minded mentality. So I'm, I'm anxious to see, you know, where, where it goes for him. He, I think if he really sticks to it and works hard I think you know he, he can achieve uh, whatever it is that he wants to achieve and exciting to see him playing on your course yeah. I bet he loves that as well yeah well he played last year and he had two decent days and two lousy days but um, 
you know, it was really a new experience for him to play on the PGA Tour Canada. You know, it was his first PGA Tour experience. And uh, so I thought, you know, he, he held his own pretty well. Yeah. And you said you're about a week away from finishing the entire redesign, yeah. which you started just a few years ago, right? Yeah, they'll, they'll begin grassing what's remaining to grass next week. You know, so the, all the greens are finished, bunkers are finished, you know, grass lines painted. So it's just a matter now of uh, kind of watching the grass go on and start growing. And hopefully this rain helps. Yeah. And the nice thing about the other nine too is that it kind of creates a possible composite course overall because there's three or four really strong holes out there, which I think you can interweave into, you know, so I wouldn't be at all surprised if, you know, next year that you know, the, the 18 holes look different yet again. Okay. And, you, sorry, you want, um, eventually, the goal would be to have a Corn Ferry Tour event mm -hmm. here, or a PJ Tour, but Corn Ferry mm -hmm. Tour is the ne next goal. Yeah. Um, you know, what is the future for this, and, and how exciting is it for you being yeah. um, a, a tour golfer anyways? Yeah. Boy, I, you know, I don't know. I mean, I think this is a way better suited course for a Champions Tour event, mm -hmm. you know, quite <laughs> frankly. The, uh, the, you know, the young guys hit it so far, and they just, there's not enough length, mm -hmm. you know, on this particular, 18 holes the other 18 has more length but it's way more spread out it's more difficult to get crowds around and things like that so it's you know it'd be a tough call for a for a corn ferry i think you know i think they'd enjoy the experience i think they would you know shoot super low scores but mm -hmm. which isn't all bad right and then one other question seven has been marked what's your thought of the hardest hole? yeah well you know at the so last year they played the 15th hole from the up to you it was maybe a 150 yard shot or 140 or 160 something like that and this year they're playing all the way back 240 mm -hmm. uh, really all carry there's about maybe five yards of fairway short of the green and then it's all hazard so it's it's really all carry there's no room to miss one if you play into the wind it plays super long uh, you know so I think that par three combined with the two par threes on the other nine you know uh, and the two par fives on the nine will really create you know maybe a two shot difference over the course of 18 holes I think they're that maybe a shot and a half you know but but they're, they're definitely better holes and that 15th hole is is a, is a tough one I did want to ask about hole seven though because that is a it's a long par five yeah we, we reversed um, that section of the golf course so it would be I think it's five six and seven those three holes are, are played backwards from the way they used to be played mm -hmm. you know simply because that there was those holes there was very little room um, around the green and a lot of room around the tee <laughs> you know and so we kind of played them backwards because you can you can drive past all the area where it's really tight and not a lot of room and drive into the areas where there's room to play and then the greens are sitting in places where where you, you can really do whatever you want to so I think the the rerouting of that section of the golf course is really what has made that nine holes uh, a good nine but the par five um, that you're talking about number uh, seven um, you know was a par four playing the other way so it's now it's reversed and a nice wide generous tee shot maybe looks more imposing than it really is uh, and the second shot is a pretty simple little layup but the green is pretty difficult and if you want to go for it in two it, it's, it's easy to get out of position so it's I would say one of those holes where it's not tough to make a par maybe tougher to make a birdie but you certainly have the ability to make a, a bogey or a double and then I just want to kind of reiterate what the difference was between last year last year we were playing the the Lehman 18 we were playing nine from nine, there yeah. and then nine from the Dutch this yeah. year we're playing just the Dutch correct um, walk me through kind of how that changes this tournament a bit well you know the, uh, the the playing all of the Dutch 18 you know you both 
the ninth and the 18th finish back at the clubhouse, both one and 10 start away from the clubhouse. So great for a crowd, you know, great for the gallery to be able to kind of uh, make this the centerpiece. And it really is when you play, you know, this hole to the clubhouse, it's a fantastic view. And so being able to kind of come back twice and, you know, then start both nights from here is, is a nice thing for a tournament and it's a nice thing for the fans. You know, playing the Lehman Nine last year, I mean, we got, you know, kind of out there and there was some, you know, to make it work, there was a long ride between the third hole and the fourth hole. It was, you know, pretty significant on a cart. You know, then the hole kind of roams, of course, roams way out there away from here. And so, so you know, if you're a fan who wanted to come and catch somebody on the, the fifth hole, for example, it's like, oh man, he's, you know, he's you know, two miles that way. You know, it's, it's hard to do. And anyway, so it's, it's a better fit, you know, for tournament golf to play. Everything is more compacted. I think that the, in the, in the, the holes, you know, they match. The bunkers were designed and created to match. Uh, the layman course bunkers are, are totally different style bunkers and they don't match so it's uh, this is a, this is a way better fit uh, Playing professional golf for so many years. What made you decide that you were really into to golf course? Yeah, I've always loved it. You know, I've since the beginning since I was a kid I wanted to be an architect uh, when I went to college and uh, Didn't work out. They told me I couldn't enter the School of Architecture if I was going to be on the golf team So I I chose golf um, hmm. You know, but I've always loved architecture of any kind, and, and as a kid, I always just would doodle golf holes, and you know, so I've always had a, a thing about you know just looking at topography, looking at shapes as you drive down the road. You know, the, you know, that's a nice really shape there. Oh, a great green would fit right there, and you know, just you know, you see those things, and I've always been intrigued by, by, by landforms, um, and I still am. I, I do really enjoy it. So I've been doing this now for, you know, 30 years almost. So I, it's something that I I'd love to do, and. I think I'm reasonably good at it, and uh, I will continue to do it until uh, something different happens. Now, when you're designing a course, is there any uh, specific inspirations you take from? Do you like to keep in mind other courses when you're designing something, or do you yeah. try and throw that all out? You know, there's really nothing new under the sun. You know, I mean, you're always, when you see something, oh, this that reminds me of, you know, Shinnecock, or that reminds me of... Wingfoot, you know, I mean, there's, there's something that always kind of that looks like that, you know, whatever. And so you, you are kind of reminded of that kind of a of a feel, you know. But I think the idea of copying something is, you know, that's I mean, that's no no thank you, yeah. you know. But but the but you're inspired though by it, you know. So um, you can take a lot of a lot of inspiration from those great old courses, um, and then try to find a way to make it work best on. You know the, the what you're doing and of course you know renovation is a little bit different you know you're already you're already mostly stuck with the routing you know so you're um, but what's really fun is a brand new course when you can just go out there and walk the land route the golf course put the greens where you want them and use the shapes the way you want them and that to me is is the most fun of all because then you can really get creative with um, how you make the course play how you use shape as a strategy and um, and I, I think that's one of the great secrets to golf course design. That's our conversation with Tom Lehman about the beautiful new design and uh, layout at Craigens for the CRMC Championship. Certainly do invite you up this weekend to the CRMC uh, Classic. Uh, VIP, just $100 for food and drink and a great view on the patio. And if you just want to go up and wander the course, that's all free. So a uh, good opportunity for you to see some of the best young golfers in the world with the PGA Tour Canada at Craigens this weekend.
Welcome back to Lakes, Woods, and Irons with Chris Foley. Colin McDonald with you. 1380 KLIZ, the fan, and 105.1 FM this year. Streaming at KLIZ.com. And if you prefer podcasts, you can just look under Lakes, Woods, and Irons, and you can find us there. Brought to you in part by the T-Hive. Custom apparel for your business, event, team, or family. Online at T-Hive.com. And also Shannon's Auto Body with a brand new location in East Brainerd to better serve their customers. Very special guest with me. Director of Golf at Madden's, Glenn Hagberg. Glenny, how are you, man? I'm great, Mac. Thanks for having me. Yeah, glad to have you. Lots going on. Great time of year to golf. We get into September. It seems like uh, you, you hate to you hate to think of the end of summer, but I always think September is maybe the most beautiful month of the year in uh, in our part of the country. Oh yeah, that's for sure. And it's uh, w- once again, I think for the the 19 years I've worked at Madden's, the 19th year in a row. Uh, it's hard to believe that it's September 1st today uh, right. and that we're into September. But, um, yeah, no, there's no, there's uh, there's definitely a reason why September, September is the busiest month on on the courses at Madden's, and there's a reason why the weather's perfect, the courses are perfect, um, and it's it's a great time to uh, get away and be in Brainerd and, and play a bunch of golf. So, uh, yeah, kind of in the middle of our busiest probably six-week stretch of the year. Yeah, <laughs> right now, and uh, yeah, let, so it's a. They let you sprint to the finish line, Glenny. <laughs> <laughs> that is for sure. Speaking of uh, getting away, our buddy Chris is in uh, Scotland with, I think, enjoying the Walker Cup, which he loves amateur golf, so he'll love that event. Yeah, yeah, cool no deal. kidding. I, uh, I haven't been able to talk to him myself since he's been over there, but um, I'm, I'm sure he's having a great time best time of year and you've got some great events that uh, happen to come this time of year as well glennie including uh, uh the play it all which comes up mid-september not quite yet but a couple weeks away and it's a great deal yeah thanks for mentioning that um get back into the time of year where we have uh, a few things to offer um the play it all is definitely the our most popular special or promotion with um people in the local area and even you know within driving distance of brainerd so um, starting September 18th through the end of the season, which uh, the Classic is slated to close October 15th this year, and then the East will be a week after that on the 22nd, and then the West Course will uh, stay open a bit longer, weather-dependent, um, but you can do our play it all pass for $165, and that gives you one round at each of the four courses at Madden's um, that you can play any time during those dates. You can, you know, if you're from out of town, you can come up and play, you know, one, one day and, you know, come up the next week and play another one or, you know, sure. you can play all four in a weekend, which of course a lot of people do. So yeah, a lot of people uh, try to, I think, I think I just heard, uh, who was I talking to? I think Jeremy from the paper is going to do a three day event. Oh with yeah. His buddies are going to play all, or they're going to play three year courses over three days. So yeah, yeah. Pretty cool deal. Then uh, Sunday the 24th been kind of become kind of an iconic event, the 666 uh, shootout, which is a fundraiser for um, the Brainerd Boosters. It's a great, great event. Yeah, I think really kind of developed here. We've done it for 12 years, and um, it's developed into a, a pretty nice community event that's uh, got a waiting list to get into it and, um, uh, you know, just a, a fun event, fun format uh, with really a great group of people from the community um to, on on the classic uh which is sunday september 24th and and that benefits the uh brainerd sports boosters um so i um i believe that uh 
that one is officially full for this year, but, um, uh, you know, noteworthy that uh, it's just, it's a really nice event for the community that sport, supports local sports. So, 24th, the classic will be full of, uh, full of boosters. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. And the Chili Challenge, always kind of a fun event as well, Glenn, kind of unique. Yeah, that's our that's our end of season uh, four person scramble, uh, superintendent's revenge. So uh, that is on the west course, and it's it's just it's a it's be, it's a very fun way to end the season uh, with some buddies. Um, we do two diff- we do two waves for that. We do a morning start and an afternoon start because it uh, grew out of just one eighteen hole shotgun start. So it's a it's a full day. Uh, event you pick you pick whether you want to play in the morning or the afternoon but uh, our our superintendent Tanner will be in charge of finding um, his most creative hole <laughs> location on the greens out there which anyone that's played the west course knows that you can get pretty creative and uh, we have a little fun with the tee boxes too so um, that's a fun one and registration is online at uh, maddens.com and anyone is welcome to uh, put together a team and and play in that so one thing you've got, Glennie, is really a great variety of uh, not only uh, difficulty of courses, but just a number of courses as well. There's something for everybody, isn't there? Yeah, yeah, there sure is. And um, it's fun to see. I've spent a little more time myself over at the resort and around the east courses and west courses and social nine. And and um, I'll tell you what, one thing that's come out of the last couple of years that's sure been refreshing is just um, the, the increase in play on um, all three of those golf courses and seeing the, the families and the multi-generations and, you know, people coming out just to play golf. And, um, and so, uh, the, you know, the courses are, um, are, you know, Tanner and Keith and their crew and, you know, of course, Scott Mady over on the Classic and his guys. Um, you know, it's been a challenging summer with no rain, but they've, uh, they've worked their tails off to um, – have the courses playing very very well and um, gosh the greens are rolling just awesome everywhere right now so um yeah yeah uh so, little something for everyone so yeah you're right about that i don't know how they did it this year with the lack of rain but they <laughs> the courses are all all your courses look fabulous yeah no they uh they have been working very hard this year that's that's for sure and um yeah getting getting a lot done so and usually some great uh, venues to sit and uh, enjoy a fine meal and then look at uh, the courses. You get a great uh, vista as well. Uh, Deb's in my favorite probably date spot is the Classic Grill. Uh, yeah. Beautiful view and great food, but you've got a whole a whole bunch of them at Madden's. Well, the Classic, of course, is pretty well known in the area and, and uh, is up to standard this year. And I just ate at Mission Point with my wife last night. Um, uh try to get down there a couple times a year and so we had a real nice meal and um yeah it's just such a good spot with kind of a 360 panoramic view of the the lake out there on the point so right yeah um, and that i you know i don't recall i think the date's listed on the website but that one does close a little bit earlier so if you if you haven't been down to mission point or you you uh um you don't want to get in one last nice meal uh, for a special occasion, um, you know, get down there in September for sure. And then, uh, yeah, the hot, the, the hot spot, I think, I think the last time we talked was in the spring and I don't know if we still had snow on the ground or we were just getting <laughs> open, but for sure we were finishing the construction on, on the new 19th hole deck and swimming pool and bar out there. And boy, it did that just, um, it, it, it finished the 
the last piece of sod got laid down and the detail work got finished the Thursday before Memorial Weekend. And I'll tell you what, it's just, it's been a total hot spot nice. um, uh, for the for the whole summer. And of course, it's been a, a beautiful summer to sit out on the deck and watch golf and you got a view of the lake out from the distance and and uh, our food and beverage team has really done a nice job with the food out there as well so um yeah it's uh if you haven't come out and seen the new deck um on the madden Inn golf club overlooking the east golf course it's uh boy it's a beautiful place and a nice spot to spend an afternoon so got to get out there over labor day weekend here it's going to be 90 degrees so <laughs> should be should be perfect yeah <laughs> best way to get uh, get on the course in september october uh best best way to go about it would be to uh just visit us at maddens.com you can book your tee times online or uh you can give us give us a call sure too and we're happy to help and we'd love to have everybody come out and play here before the before the end of the season so boy highly recommend it fantastic opportunities and uh, great weather in september coming up and uh, Glenn will be the one uh, running back and forth between the courses for the next six weeks. <laughs> <laughs> Glenn, thanks for taking the time, my friend. Absolutely. Thanks a lot, Mac. Glenn Hagberg, Director of Golf at Madden's. And uh, get out there. September, October, the best time to play golf. Why not head for Madden's? You're listening to Lakes, Woods, and Irons on 1380 KLIZ.